Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden, and you're listening to Queer Stories, the podcast for the monthly LGBTQIA storytelling night I run at Giant Dwarf in Redfern, with support from the City of Sydney. This week, comedian Geraldine Hickey. Sup, fuckers. Um... <laughs> Here's a story about a recent gig that I did uh, that I did not enjoy as much as I anticipate. I'll enjoy this one. (laughs) The gig took place only a week ago at a football and netball club in Frankston. (laughs) I don't know what the Sydney equivalent is, but it's bad. (laughs) Uh, I was told it was a fundraiser for the club, which is why I said yes to the gig in the first place. I imagined a room full of community-minded people coming together to support their local and football clubs. Football and netball clubs. I've done plenty of these type of gigs before, and I relish them. They provide a good time, cans of beer, and party pies. (laughs) I've also done comedy nights at football clubs. These are different. These are the gigs where I'm thankfully at a stage in my career where I'm able to say, get stuffed to these gigs. As a woman, as a gay woman, there is no doing well at these types of gigs. The best you can hope for is survival, both figuratively and literally. (laughs) A room full of 30 to 40 men that have just played a game of football, are 10 cans of bourbon and coke deep, and are only a few hours and a group rendition of Flame Trees Away from wrestling naked on a cricket pitch before hitting the town to grab some pussy is not a place I want to be. I didn't have to worry about that though because I was told this wasn't one of those gigs. It's a fundraiser. But then I walked in the room and I very quickly realised it was indeed going to be one of those gigs. I was introduced to Troy, the president of the club. Troy was a bloke that if you wrote him as a character in an Aussie comedy about blokes being mates, trying to get Sheilas, it would be too much. (laughs) We shook hands and he crunched my fingers so hard I had to massage them for a few minutes to get the feeling back. I said, fuck you're strong. He laughed and apologised. I forget sometimes, but I hate a soft handshake. We all do, mate. But I like my fingers. They're very important. offers myself and the other comics a drink and he does this by turning to me and saying what do you want quick fuck oh. nah 
it's a shot. Yeah. Now nah, I'll be right, thanks, Troy. I'm driving. I'll just have a beer. <laughs> Troy came back with, with beers and started telling us a bit about the club. Yeah, so we've got the women's team that started this year. They played this afternoon, so they've been here for a bit. About half of them probably munched the motor. I don't know, though. Yeah, and the boys played later, so they'll be here soon enough. <laughs> I laughed so much. Munch the motor. That's funny. <laughs> the phrase and the fact he felt I needed, he needed me to know that there were possibly women on the team that did it. <laughs> Later, he felt the need to talk about poofters. Yeah, I don't mind poofters. Look, I'm not one, but there's nothing wrong with them. I mean, I kissed one once, but I'm not a poofter. <laughs> Troy couldn't understand why I decided to drive an hour to a gig where there was plenty of booze that I could drink for free and spend the night with drunk football players. I convinced him it was because I didn't want to spend $40 on an Uber. Ah, well, he said. Yeah, sometimes we head into this nightclub in town. It's over, it's over 28. Tell you what, more fluff there than a laundromat. <laughs> Sorry, I'll miss out on that. I lied. <laughs> the MC for the night asked Troy for the inside goss on who everyone hangs shit on and why. This sort of ammunition is invaluable at this type of gig because essentially all the fellas want in that audience is to have a bit of a laugh at their mates and some systematic lifelong damaging bullying. <laughs> Troy was only too happy to oblige. Oh yeah, see that young guy over there with the hat on? He says pointing to a group of young men all wearing hats. <laughs> That's Bailey. He can't crack a fat. It's at this point... It's at this point where I think you'll all agree Troy is the gift that keeps on giving. How do you know, we ask? Like, does he tell you or is his girlfriend bitching about it to a mate and it's coming back around? He goes, nah, nah, he's telling us. You know what it's like with the, when the lads get a touch of the map of Tassie. They can't keep their mouth shut about it. I'll admit, it was around this stage, I started looking for hidden cameras. <laughs> because I didn't think Troy was real. <laughs> Troy eventually left us and had to, as he had to go and attend to other matters. And by other matters, I mean sick, sink six cans of CC and cola. <laughs> what a bogan. <laughs> CC and dry for me. Um, Comedy uh, eventually started, and it went exactly how I thought it would go. They were rowdy and paid little attention to anything that was being said unless it was directed at them. I stood up the back. I tried desperately to think of any material I had that could possibly work. The problem with these gigs is they like blue material. They like all the swearing, the sex, the stories about getting blind and doing something fucked. They love it, but not from a woman. There's nothing that can be said because you are not seen as equal. As a gay woman, it's even more confusing because they can't even look at me as a sexual object. <laughs> uh, she's got tits, but she's wearing trousers. <laughs> I once did a gig at a plumbing supply company's annual golf day, which had been washed out. So instead of playing golf, they opened the bar and drank. 
There was over 100 people in that audience. The only women that were there were the wife and daughters of the men that owned the company and the two women carving the roast. <laughs> two minutes into my set, a bloke sitting in the front row leaned over to his boss and said, get her off. This is, <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> At the same time, the women and a few guys, the guys were losing it. They were howling with laughter, so I ignored everyone else in the room and played to them. I finished the gig, copped some sexual assault when a guy grabbed my breasts. I pushed his hands away. He had three more cracks before someone else came along and changed his focus to a fresh beer. The wife apologised wholeheartedly for the way I was treated on and off the stage, which is great, but it didn't do much to alleviate my anger and frustration. This was only made worse by the other comic that was on having no comprehension with what I had to deal with and telling me I just needed to work on my material. <laughs> That's right, he's shit. So... <laughs> So my plan for this gig was to ignore the drunken lads and play to everyone else in the room. The lads had other ideas, though. They didn't want to ignore me. They wanted to poke me and watch me fail. They didn't know I'd dealt with this shit before, and more importantly, I didn't care for their approval. In the middle of a really great bit, like, it's a, it's a proper good bit. <laughs> I mentioned I'd like to see a whale. When one of them piped up with, you should see Baz's whale. They all erupted in laughter and high-fived each other. I interrupted them and said, are you trying to tell me that Baza has a big dick? <laughs> they roared, yeah, it's this big. <laughs> I said, what about any of this suggests that I would want to see a dick? I ditched the fucking whale story. I said, I'm actually quite frightened of dicks. I'm also frightened of spiders. What a seamless segue. <laughs> the new bit was going okay, but they were fired up and I couldn't finish the sentence without one of them either gleefully repeating what I just said or offering what they thought the punchline should be. The next bit involved naming the different parts of the female anatomy. This is your mons pubis. Your labia majora, your labia majora, your labia minora. They didn't know where to look and could barely sit still. <laughs> All of them nudging each other and behaving like a teenager that's just found a book on biology and cracked a fat over it. <laughs> I yelled, Oi, pay attention. This stuff will be very helpful for you. <laughs> Don't be embarrassed by it, except that it's happening. Shut up, look me in the eye. They laughed, but they were laughing at something I'd said and they were showing a tiny amount of respect by actually giving me some attention. I mentioned that I have hair on my mons and I caught one of them roll his eyes and look away in disgust. I hooked in. Don't you look away in disgust because I have hair on my mons. He pleaded his defence by going, nah, nah, I love hairy women. I like it when there's hair there. <laughs> oh, well, thanks very much. But what makes you think that any woman out there gives a shit about what you think about their mons? <laughs> no woman needs your approval, and I'm certainly not leaving my mons natural because there's a 22-year-old amateur football player out there that likes hairy women. <laughs>
put his arm around his mate and said, I'm scared. <laughs> You're scared. I have a genuine fear of being raped tonight. <laughs> we all laughed, but the women there knew. They knew. The guys all thought it was hilarious. I finished up and I cannot tell you how relieved I was that it was not only over, that I survived, but also that I did good. It's such a relief when you finish a gig like that and people aren't avoiding eye contact and saying things like, you've been doing this for long? <laughs> and so what else, what else do you do for a living? Troy had one more crack at convincing me to stick around by casually mentioning he was an arm wrestling champion and they might have a bit of a comp later. <laughs> Sounds fun, Troy, but I've got to get going. He went to shake my hand. Is it all right if we don't shake hands? You're too bloody tough. He laughed and said, no worries. And I went home safe and sound. The end. <laughs> Thanks for listening. For tickets to the next Queer Stories, visit giantdwarf.com.au. To check out other events I produce and perform in, visit mavemarsden.com. And if you'd like advance or discount tickets to these shows, look me up on crowdfunding platform Patreon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.